it's hard to trust somebody if they have never screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, if, that's if they've never real. admitted to screwing up. There. You know, like a perfect world. Like I, I'm 40 years old, and man, today's the first day I've ever made a mistake. <laughs> really, in 40 years, is the first time. No, like I'm, I'm making mistakes all the time, and where I'm at a point now where I'm okay with sharing my failures. I'm okay with talking to my crew about, you know, back in the day, I wish I would have done this differently. Because if they can look at it and go, maybe I don't have to make that mistake. Mm -hmm. I, I just won. We just won together. It began with two guys becoming friends around cycling, great beer, and strong coffee. This is the 2120 Podcast. Two guys, one subject, 20 minutes, zero excuses. Can just give me a sound check real quick. Check, check, one, hey, two. Hey, check. check, one, two, check, one, two. Check, 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 One, two. Check, check, check. <laughs> I always, every time I see a DJ do that at an event, I chuckle you because laugh. it's so funny. But it's, that's, that's how you, they do it, though. I know, it's but like they the make these funny warm. sounds like, yep, boop, dip. All right, hey, we just decided we didn't know what we were going to talk about, and you said you didn't care, and you didn't Did you care. Push you record. Started. I am. We're recording oh. literally right now. So where are you going? I don't know. Go. Just okay. Let's. There's a word that um, I'm going to throw out there, and I want to approach this maybe at a little different perspective, but the word's integrity. So integrity is not something I get to label myself with. Can I? No. I mean, if you walk up to me and say, I have integrity, okay, that's kind of a random, you know, thought, but like, <laughs> and show it would me. be somewhat awkward. <laughs> hey, I, yeah. I have a high integrity. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Perfect. Good to know you. <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> no, I think it, integrity is definitely earned. I mean, you, you don't get to put that label on yourself and, you know, people will label you with high integrity if that's, if that's the case. You have to demonstrate it, right? Sure. You have to show it. And by showing it, it... I mean, just the very nature of it means it's not a one-time thing. It is a multiple-time thing. Yeah. And you can't know if a person has integrity the first time you meet them. You might assume they do. You may, you may see some sparks of it. You may, you may notice some things that they do, like maybe they pick up a, they see a piece of, a, you know, litter on the floor. Sure. They pick it up, throw it away. You go, huh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. It's a, uh, you know, we did a, it's just kind of funny about litter, but, um, we were talking at work about how, you know, we have catch-alls. You know, everybody has a drawer at home that you just throw your stuff in this drawer. No. Well, we had this we had this <laughs> cart that we had a PA system that every morning we would roll this PA system out and we would talk to our crew to open the store. And this cart is sitting in the area next to where our coats are and product just started showing up on this cart. So somebody would walk by and like, well, there's the catch-all right there. Oh, sure. So... Uh, a lady I work with, like she was getting super frustrated. Like, here's here's the gloves, and here's a mask, and here's some product that has been sitting there for over a week, and nobody's touching this. And so I grabbed a we call them spot awards, and they're a piece of paper that we basically give out with money valued on it, depending on what you do. Just you know, say thank you or whatever. You see something cool, you you do this. So I took a spot award, and I think you and I've talked about this before. I put five bucks on it, and I put on there in the other spot. If you find this, put your name on it. It's yours. And I kind of crumbled it up, and we threw it out in to the hallway. Oh yeah. Yeah. And one of my ASLs walks in and picks it up and throws it in the trash. We just, we just start laughing like perfect. One of the managers found it. So he said, hey, pull it back out, throw it back out in the hall. And it was probably 25 to 30 minutes later. 
someone came in to see me because I initialed it and I found it, I found it. It's like, well, yours, take it. But it took time. Sure. And people walked over it and didn't see it. And it's kind of like, not my responsibility. It's not my problem. I'll just step over it when it's a tiny piece of paper, like just literally just pick it up. But she, this young lady, it was blue. Like she saw the word spot on it. So she like opened it up and went, oh, it's a spot award. Cause she mm. thought somebody dropped it. Yeah. But you know, that's, that's integrity is, is, you know, is picking up something when it's not your job to do. And it's not because somebody's watching. It's because this is naturally just what you do on a day in and day out basis. But the, you know, the, the one day that you don't do it is the day that somebody sees you not doing it, you know? And so like, there's no time. You don't take time off. Like if you're going to commit to something and, and it's part of what you want to do, like it's picking up the park, you pick it up. That's interesting. You, you can't think about like how many times out of 10 do you have to prove it? Oh, or, sure. or demonstrate it. Not necessarily prove it, but demonstrate it. Yeah. And if you do it eight out of 10, that's 80%. Hey, that's pretty dang good. Yeah. But when somebody sees you on those 20% times, one of those two times you didn't, uh, and you clearly, again, I'm just thinking about a simple thing like uh, trash on the floor. And today I chose to walk by it because I was in a hurry. I had somewhere I needed to be. Somebody else will get it kind of thing. And somebody else notices that. It does put a little dent in that armor about yeah. your integrity. Yeah. You know, we, right now we're, our world is overwhelmed with, you know, if you see something, say something. Yeah. You know, and it's obviously built around bad things. But it's the same thing with integrity. Like, if you tell me you're going to show up, show up. You know, if you are committing to uh, helping me with something, let's do it together and, and make it happen. And, you know, and you know how I am. And I'm this is, this is one of those things that bothers me when you're the big talker in the room and you have all these great ideas. But then when it's time to like, all right, Jim, let's go. Well, yeah, I would like to right now, but I got another appointment across town that I have to get to. Well, like in front of this group, you just sounded like you were the man. Like you're going to change the world and now you can't do it how about tomorrow all oh, my my calendar's booked tomorrow too all right perfect tell me when you can make it happen it's interesting because i think that person can play a role as an exciter you know, sure or an igniter whatever you want to call it but but then it's dead in the water yeah when you're talking about something i think that's a little bit different than that because you can be an igniter and exciter and get people fired up and still like contribute but maybe that was your main function is like that's you're really good at getting people motivated and inspired yeah. let's go do stuff so you're so you're the hype guy you you yeah you come in you're never gonna put a shovel in the goddamn ground but you're gonna get everybody so excited no, to go I'm do not that saying that you wouldn't necessarily do some of the work but you may not know how to do like you may not know the function of like what it takes to do that so sure you need somebody else to sh- to 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 take the reins on that part. That's kind of what I'm justifying is like you could be an exciter and that can be a, 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 an important cog in that machine to play. But what we were talking about before that was like being the exciter and then going, yeah, oh, I'm washing my hands. I'm walking away. Hey, so good luck guys. I, I'm okay with that from the standpoint of a clearly defined role. Sure. You're the hype guy. You're never going to get your hands dirty, but I need you to get this crew excited. Like I'd, I'd be okay with that. But like you just did work for me. You got everybody fired up to do this. Now you can leave and go do something else because I know you're not going to put forth any more yeah. effort. That's fine. But where I'm get when I get frustrated is when you're not the hype guy. You're just the guy that's getting everybody excited about this, and you have all these big intentions of doing something, and then your schedule never allows it to happen. Your life never allows it to happen. Your, sure, you know your integrity then get pulled gets sure pulled does. somewhere else. And you know, for a person like that, if it's me, I won't go back to you anymore. Mm-hmm. If you burn me and you like you committed to coming and showing up and helping with this, I'm like I'm relying on you to help me with this project or this job or this task, and you're you're not there. So then I call and it goes right to voicemail or. You know, it's just like a week later I see, hey, where were we at last? Oh, I, you know, I something came up. I meant to call you and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's bullshit because 
they knew what, what we were doing. You were part of the meeting and you chose to do something else that was more important in your eyes. So you told me a task was more important than you and I getting together and doing this. It's the easiest way to lose credibility when you go to that guy or gal multiple times and you get burned multiple times. Like there's no more phone calls. Mm-hmm. Like, and I have, I have people that are in my phone that I don't call anymore. You know, like I don't, I see them every once in a while and we talk, we hang out and we, we, we chit chat, but it's, it's never that personal side of things because I've just, I've, I've been burned by it and I don't want to be burned by it again. But I'm a huge proponent of if you say you're going to be there, you show up. And we, we do it together. And that's the easiest way for me to buy more into you is if I can constantly count on you to be there for me, I'll be there for you. How about another element of integrity that, that we can talk about? And that is, you know, uh, it's almost like we need to define it a little bit because I think about honesty. Sure. Right? And so that means the opposite is if I'm going to destroy integrity about me as a person, I will build up a reputation, you know, my personal brand of being dishonest. Sure. Like you lie about stuff, you cheat, you manipulate situations, you cause division. You can fake that stuff for a while and oh, you yeah. can create fans. You can create what, what could be temporary friends, I suppose. But then that ain't going to last very long because you will yeah. guaranteed you're going to be exposed. Yeah. You hear like it's the, it's the first hand interactions, you know, like you, how do I want to paint this picture? You're like, you know, this guy, like you've been burned by this guy and then you hear someone else bring his name up or her name up and go, Oh my gosh, he, he's good. And it's like, okay, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Right. Well, they just haven't been burned yet. Like I they, that's true. they saw this hype guy come into a room and get everybody excited and fired up. And it's like, Ooh, man, he's, he's bringing a lot to the table. Like we're excited right now. I want to run through a wall for this guy, but they haven't shown up to an event where he didn't, he didn't come. Mm-hmm. They haven't been around him when he didn't show up or she didn't show up. So yeah, you can, if you don't know this guy and you're in a meeting and you, you're like, you're like, holy crap, this guy's got a lot going on right now. This is, I mean, he's changing the world. And then the day to go change the world that you're involved with and there's no show from this guy, then it's like, oh, well, maybe he had something come up. And you justify it because it happened. Sure. And then it happens again and you justify it. And then, I mean, how many times do you justify it before you go, what? This guy's completely full of shit. Like, like he, he can stand in front of a room and get everybody excited, but then he doesn't show up. Like, no, I'm done. I'm burned. And then, you know, like you're, you're black labeled now because of, because of what it is. And, and there is something so critical. What you just said is if I refer that person or, or bring them into that room and then they come up and they have the hype and then they don't deliver or they don't show, or it's very clear that they aren't what they were built to be. Yeah. Now that's my on integrity, you. that's on you, dude. And that's scary because yeah. you don't know those things. And so that's why I think there's so much importance and so much value in vetting people out yeah. because I've done it. I've brought people in and it was, it didn't go well. And like, Oh no, like it, it is a reflection on you that you didn't do your homework or you were too trusting or I don't know. Like, and then it, and then for that person, when that happens to you and you're the person that is let down and you feel like you've let your other people down, that is a sick feeling in the stomach. That, that's a gut punch. It doesn't leave you for a while. It can be tough to come back from. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, no, we do a lot of training in our stores and our company. And, 
you know, we have options of getting reps, you know, these company reps that would come in and do the job for us when, you know, I'm a big fan of my crew and what they can bring to the table from a teaching standpoint, because they're good. They're, 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 they're darn good. And, you know, I am always hesitant when, uh, one of our shop managers comes and says, Hey, so-and-so wants to come bring a rep to our store and talk. Okay. How long have they been a rep? Oh, I don't know. Right. You know, I mean, like the rep business changes so much every day. Been with the company for a year. They know a lot. Yes. You know, or it's maybe it's this yeah. is two weeks in. Okay. Do they know shields? No. They, well, they, they yeah. They, I mean, just from what they've been told. Do they understand our expectations? No. You know, we I, there's, there's a guy that reps for us and he's an ex-shields guy and fantastic because he gets it. Like he's, uh, he's, a, he's the best rep I've ever been around. I want him in my store because he's proven these new guys that come in, it's like, okay, we'll do this, but I need you to talk to them. I need you to set the stage. I need you to let them know that they have 90 minutes to fill and they better go 90 minutes. They need to do this. They need to do that. If we don't do that, and it happened in our store not too long ago, we had a 90 minute meeting, 30 minutes they were done. Oh, wow. And they're punching out, going home. And I'm like watching this all unfold. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Well, it's all over. It was 30 minutes. So clearly, like we talked to them about filling a 90 minute slot and life happened or they got nervous or who knows what like but they went 30 minutes so now i just wasted people's lives because some drove 40 minutes to get there so now like they were in our store less than they were in 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 their car you know so you can't get burned by that if 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 you bring someone in like back to your point and you're recommending them or you're saying, yeah, we'll do if this. If you bring somebody in, you have recommended them. Yes. By default. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's, it's on you. And that's how I kind of yeah. left it with the guys. Well, this isn't my problem. Like this is a, this is the rep's job. No, like we're leading these meetings. It's on us. Yeah. They're there. We're teaching out of our store. This is our crew. That is a direct reflection of us. We didn't do our homework to make mm-hmm. sure we were going to be good. And you know, if I can keep it, the rep out of the store, unless I know them and I, I, I would, Go, you know, raise my hand and say, I would recommend them. They're not coming in unless I have clearly talked to them personally myself and said, Hey, here's our expectations. Can you do this? Here's the time I need you to fill. Can you do this? Here's the content I needed to, you to cover. Can you do this? Because those reps are interfacing with your customers. Oh, Shields for sure. Customers. Oh, for and sure. so I, I haven't worked for Shields, but I did work for a, um, a camera retailer, a small yeah. mom and pop shop a couple of times. And we would bring reps in and uh, our Canon Canon camera rep. I'm trying to remember what his name. I can picture him, uh, but he was a former teacher before he did that. He was exceptional yeah. at teaching people the little nuances. Uh, he ha- he was a person of integrity, just in the sense of um, he wasn't going to lie to a customer uh, about a product. He was going to be very honest about it. He was honest with us every time that he had visited us many times. You know, he was a great rep. Sure. Now we could contrast that with a rep from a different camera manufacturer. They would come in. And whether they had been with the company a short time or a long time, if they didn't check the boxes there, what they would do would they would they would steal customers. They would you know say, oh, you don't want to buy that camera. You want to buy one of these cameras. This is the best camera on the market. Sure. Well, because they work for them. And then the 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 schmuckiness and oh, the sure. spiel would just you know it would come out, and you're standing there as the the representative of the camera store going, he's not telling, he's not being truthful right now. Here's the thing. I know that what he's saying isn't actually true. That person then, you know, that, that customer either buys it, but if what happens then is the rep would hand off that customer, Hey, we got somebody wants to, to, you know, maybe place an order for this. They want to buy this today. 
it, it was smarmy. It just it felt weird um, because they they didn't represent who we were. Yeah, and that's like I said, I'll, I'll go back to my crew every time, and you know the the crew likes it because it's it's a night off for them. Like they don't have to teach, um, and you know they put a lot of pressure on this rep to come in and, and do a good job. And you know we have reps that like I said will do a fantastic job yeah. and they'll nail it for us. But I'm always just a little. You know, I question, you know, their integrity when they come in because they're, they're pitching their brand. They have an agenda. They have to do, they do. They do have a job and and that's fine. Yep. But it's some of the best reps that we, we have. If there's questions about other brands, we'll talk respectively to, to that brand. They'll never bad mouth. They'll never say, oh yeah, that brand's trash. They, the bad ones do though. The bad ones do, but they explain why like their product excels in certain categories that the other brand doesn't but they're never going to say well that brand's crap mine's the best and here's why yeah. they contrast it and they, they they blur together because that as a sales leader i want my crew to be able to do the same thing when you come in and you're looking at a specific scope and there's four brands in front of you i don't want my crew to go this sucks this sucks this sucks well like this because this is what this is what i use no i, I want to give them give our customer a fair depiction of what they're getting with, with each model, we wouldn't stock it if it sucked. Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't, be on, it wouldn't right. be on our shelf if it was a bad company. Like we're stocking stuff that people want. So here's the good, better, best, and here's what you're getting with, with each one. And the customer looks at it and goes, you know, based on what you said, this would meet this, this type of customer. This one meets this type of customer. This one meets what I want. Yeah. And they buy that one based on what, the, what they've learned. Yeah. That's, that's how you win. If you badmouth other brands, if I'm a customer, I'm at, I'm looking at you going. Then why would you stock it? If you say this sucks as bad as it sucks, like why would you keep it on the shelf? For sure. And it's just we don't do that. And then and that customer has a lower opinion. Yep. Of your store at that point. Oh, your, for sure. Your entire brand, in fact. Yep. Yeah. No, it's word of mouth with stuff you're trying to do and sell. It goes a long goes a long way for sure. Well, and I think there's another piece in it too. Like when you're meeting somebody um, and it's not in a work set, setting, it's um, maybe in a networking setting or even a personal setting. And you sit down with that person and maybe everything's going good. And let's, let's just throw a little bit of alcohol into the mix. Okay. So we're going to have a couple of beers. People start to relax loosen a little bit, a little their, bit. Lo- their lips loosen up. Right. Yeah. And so suddenly they begin to say stuff that you're like, well, that is a complete story of BS or they start tearing somebody else apart. Like I'm going to walk away from that situation pretty fast. I'm going to go find somebody else to spend time with because I can't be around that. It just, it just, uh, drains me at a soul level. Yeah. You know, it's, I like meeting people for the first time. It's, it's, it's a big one. Like you either come in and you nail it and it's like, I could see myself partnering up with you and doing, doing some cool things with you. Or you leave the meeting going, something just was a little bit off, Mm -hmm. you know, like, what was it? Maybe give them the benefit of the doubt, you know, because you're, you're meeting them for the first time. Maybe it's, uh, well, like, she was nervous or he was this or that, and you justify it. And then it happens again. It's like, okay, something isn't right here. Good people then need to cut ties. Like, if use your, use your gut. Go with your gut. If your gut says it's wrong, it's probably wrong. Um, you know, because you can't rely on someone else's opinion because they may say, oh man, they are great, but they never worked with them yet. They've just, they've just seen things or they, they've heard things where you have to use your gut, know that it's probably mm-hmm. true and then, then make, make the call. But you know, it's, it, it's the shame on me if you get burned kind of thing, you know, like it, I try, I took a risk and I, I learned from it, but I'm not going to get burned twice by you. Um, 
Because I think the, these people can easily put on a front, and these are the bad people, you know, that, you know, they're the, the next big thing, and they're doing this, and they're doing that, and, like, they sound really, really good, but no one's had a chance to work with them yet because they're, they're getting themselves out there. But you called BS on it early on, so, you're like, you're not going to get mm-hmm. in the mix. Now, I'm sure there's times, too, where you screw up and you don't take a risk, and you probably should have, and they're freaking fantastic. They are the next big thing, but yeah. for some reason, yeah. you just you, you messed up. Um, I would err on the other side of just being careful. Yeah, I think going slow, having a little caution, uh, it's, it's, it, it's, it works, right? I mean, you can be a high-risk taker and put, some, uh, <laughs> put a little bit too much trust in somebody early, and yeah. that can come back and hurt you. You know, here's, here's the other thing that, as you were talking, I got to thinking about, too, is some people do show up and they're nervous. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're maybe, you know, not socially confident or whatever it is. Um, I mean, I've been there before where you, you kind of feel like, wow, like, uh, you look around the room, you're like, I, I don't know, do I belong in this room kind of thing. Yeah. But some people come in and they'll try overly hard. They'll they'll say something kind of goofy. And you're looking, I'm like, okay, maybe they're just nervous. And you, and you can kind of sense that. But I've been around some people like that before. And the first impression is like, yeah, kind of a, a dork or yeah. a goofball or yeah. whatever. And then you turn out later, you're like, you see them and you saw how hard they worked for business or how hard they worked alongside you on a project. And you're like, dang, you know, and then you kind of have that yeah. conversation. It's like, you know, the first time I met you, and yeah, you were a cornball. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you're like, but I really, really, you know, respect who you are. Yeah. And I'm so glad that I do know you and then can call you a friend. Well, think about like early on, like junior high, high school dating. Mm. I mean, you tried the to the most awkward. Time it was like, you, like, if I, if I could go back and talk to my old self and just say, like, you just need to be you. Don't be anybody else. Don't try to put this front on. Don't try to be the tough guy. Don't try to be the cool kid. Just just be yourself. And if this person likes that, they're going to like you. Yeah. But, like, you just you see it. And then you fast forward to business. It's the same, it's the same way in business. Like, we can't get past. I mean, we're, we're 20 years different from where we were back in the day to where we are now. And we're still acting like we're a 13-year-old, you know, talking to a, a boy or girl for the first time. And, like, it, it, it gets awkward where... Go in with confidence. Be you. Um, you know, if you have um, all this stuff that truly makes you what you are and it's good, then just let it, let it come out. But don't put this front on that I could be the next big thing and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and then never show up. I think sometimes you put a front on because you um, maybe you don't really know who you are yet. Oh, for sure. Um, think about this from a new leader standpoint. All right. So I've seen how other leaders led me. Uh I've thought, wow, I'll have to kind of adapt my style to be like them. You do that and it becomes a train wreck. Oh, for sure. You're just not, it's not natural. You're not doing it well. And quite honestly, your integrity isn't there. So I think that's a piece of it too is, is, um, I I don't know, maybe it's, you, you mature through experience. Uh, Yeah. I think you were just use the word mature and it is maturity. It's it. And it's, it's life happening around you. I mean, I think of, you know, I wanted to be like David because David mentored me and he was like the reason I stuck here. But if I went in day one going, I'm David, mm-hmm. I have no followers. Like I, I need to, I need to develop this. And it, David didn't have that right away. I mean, he had those, he had the characteristics, but over the years he developed everything that I was trying to get right now. And if I went in going, okay, I'm going in right now and everybody's going to be, I'm going to be their mentor and they're going to come to me with all their problems. That, that's the easiest way to push people away because they see through all the BS of it where you have to take your day-to-day life that has, is happening around you and learn from those experiences and make, make you know, um, 
you know, have failures and learn from those failures and then be able to use that down the road. And I think that's where I'm at now where, you know, 20 years of experience, I can tell people, hey, I did this back in the day, I screwed up. Or Hmm. I didn't get out of my way earlier on, I wish I would have, and here's why. Like, you have those experiences now that one year in leadership, you you don't have yet. You may have seen them, but you haven't been involved with them yet. So I can't tell you a story of how this affected me if it never affected, or it never happened to me yet. Like, 20 years later. that's that's where I'm not crazy about the phrase "fake it till you make it." Oh, because yeah. I that'll get you in some serious trouble. Yeah, I mean they they, they see through the crap too. Like, yeah, you're telling me about this and how you've overcome that, but you've never really gone through it. Yeah, you're using a story from somebody else. You're telling somebody else's story when you told me it was your story, and that's the quickest way to, to lose lose that as a as a the next leader when people don't want to follow you because of what I mean. It's integrity. I mean, it's a story that it was supposed to be yours, but it wasn't mine. It was somebody else's. I, I hadn't really I, maybe con- connected this word to integrity before, but, you know, I'm just thinking about what are all the little pieces that, that fit into it? So it's, you know, things that we've talked about, being honest, being real, being true to yourself, uh, doing the work, showing up, you know, do those things. But the word now that um, I'm kind of thinking through is humility. Yeah. Humility is a big piece of your integrity. Because if you lack humility and you lack vulnerability, you can't have that level of trust, which again, there's another piece of that integrity puzzle. Like, um, it's hard to trust somebody if they have never screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, if, that's if they've never real. admitted to screwing up. They're, you know, like a perfect world. Like, I, I'm 40 years old and man, today's the first day I've ever made a mistake. <laughs> really? In 40 years is the first time? No, like I'm, I'm making mistakes all the time. And where I'm at a point now where I'm okay with sharing my failures. I'm okay with talking to my crew about, you know, back in the day, I wish I would have done this differently because if they can look at it and go, maybe I don't have to make that mistake. Mm-hmm. I, I just won. We just won together, but you have to be okay with failing. You have to be comfort, comfortable in your own skin to know that, Hey, I screwed up big time on this. I'm going to fall on my sword in front of the entire crew and staff. And I screwed up. I'm sorry, but we're going to get better because of it. The entire team wins now because of it. Those bad leaders, those early on leaders, they, like they, they point the blame some, somewhere else. Well, if Jim would have showed up today, we, I wouldn't be called up today. Yeah. It's Jim's fault, not my fault. Yeah. Where, you know what? It's my fault. I need, I need to own it. So integrity is a big thing. Well, it's a good place to end. Yep. All right. I'm Jim. I'm Matt. See you next time. Bye-bye. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 Podcast. Hey, everyone. This is Jim. And Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help us fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.